Where's the Jim? Ah, the Jimmy Star. Look at that. Look at that. Look at this. Look at that. Look at the arms. Look at this. I'm going to. Oh, I, I'm going to put baby. I'm going to put baby oil. Uh, look, look at that. Look at that. Look at the gun show right here. Nobody can see us doing muscles flexing, but yeah. Uh. Ah, we're flexing. Ah, look at my boobs. They're dancing. My pecs are dancing. Yeah, yeah. Look at that. Starting to suck. I mean, um, what's next? We're gonna have to pay for air. Hey, don't be, don't laugh at that. Remember? I know. <laughs> That's what I'm worried about. Remember, um, Total Recall, the movie with Arnold? Yeah. I think I think the people that lived on Mars paid for air. Yeah. I think so. Huh. Off that, I mean, because there was no air right there. That's it. But I remember, like, they couldn't go on Mars. Like, they had to stay inside of this this city where it's like it was like the air was inside of this this uh station yeah or stations i guess pretty, pretty much right yeah uh, all right so speaking of mars and air and things like that okay we're gonna we're gonna talk hypothetically here okay with everything that's been going on in the news and you know mainstream media news and the social media in the last two years with the pandemic and all that stuff. And, you know, and just our politicians, like if they lied about all this stuff, what did they lie about in the last five years, 10 years, hundred years, thousand years? So it makes you question everything we're spoon fed that we were spoon fed in, in school growing up, the news or our culture our music, I mean, every country probably experiences differently, but how much of it is a lie? Well, look at it this way. History is always written by the victor. Always. Yeah. So they didn't, they didn't have to be righteous. The conquerors could have been sick jerks. You know, they probably made themselves to look out to be great people. And really they were sociopaths or psychopaths or perverts, pedophiles. We really don't know. But I try to look at it from this point of view. A politician, when he talks, now some are more corrupt than others. She, right? Because a lot of she, no. Yeah, she too. So how many politicians they have? When they start talking, I would probably say that 50% of what they say is a lie. On average, some more than others. But give or take, 50% are liars. And some of them, when they talk about the truth, they twist it. They're probably saying the truth, but they're either exaggerating it or they're trying to avoid the truth, try to avoid the truth. You can ask them a question and they're going to be talking. Uh, they, they'll, they'll, they'll talk about a certain topic, but they won't directly answer the question. They'll just basically go around the bush. Yeah. So you're going to have these type of different situations where um, my advice to everybody, try to get information from other places besides the news. Frankly, the news, I don't even watch it anymore. Uh, to me, the, I would say most of the Western media is 
a lie. It's propaganda. Uh, I mean, here in Canada, we have the CBC. I like to call it the Communist Broadcasting Corporation because that's kind of what it is. It's like they don't talk about two sides of anything anymore. It's just everything is to the left and conservatives are terrible. I'm not saying you don't have any corrupt conservatives, but at least look at it from both sides of the spectrum. That's what they used to do. Not yeah. anymore. Yeah. And if you even go to Elon Musk's Twitter page, uh, if you scroll down, there's a picture of him where he used to be when it comes to like the political spectrum. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now he's on the different end. It's not because he's changed his point of view. It's just how the left has gone more extreme. And I'm not saying uh, conservatives, they're all angels. But it's just what they've done over the last year. They've gone to such an extreme that it caused him to go from left to center right, basically. Yeah. You know, and even if you're a left wing voter, but if you're like a moderate liberal, at least there's they could sway from one end to the other. At least they have reason, they have logic. But the problem now is that there's too many, I would say, left wing fanatics, maybe 20% that are almost dictating what goes on. They are a lot of the politicians. So most liberals that you're going to find, they're, I would say, 40 to 50% are reasonable. And then the others are more socialist. And then you always have that 20% 20, 20 that are extremists. And I find that's the issue right now. So going back to what you were saying, a lot of it now, it's like they have an agenda. So they're going to lie, twist the information that they want in order to get there and republicans i've noticed too like they're you know when they talk about capitalism yeah capitalism you gotta be you gotta be very careful because capitalism they don't care about your own people they just care about making as much money as possible and if, and if things get bad they're just gonna go somewhere else they're not gonna help out their own people so they're not patriots or yeah. real capitalists it's just make as much money as possible and that's it they don't give back to the community so you're gonna have problems there too but I find now that's kind of how people are. It's like, they're just in it for themselves. They'll throw anybody under a bus. They'll lie, twist the truth, or they'll start with the truth. And then you'll notice they'll kind of deviate to something that is not at all what you want. And I've noticed that's how a lot of people are. Right. And uh, speaking of um, uh, people that are, are lying today, even a lot of the people that are ahead of these big, massive companies, they're part of this, this woke agenda now, where it's like they're almost forcing you to act a certain way, which it's, it's not good for business. And I find just everything is twisted. Unless the businesses are involved. That's a lot of these guys are probably profiting somehow, but it's not going to last long. That's guaranteed. Well, I imagine people are going to slowly wake up, which they have been. Uh, did you know that the vice president of Pfizer was arrested? Today? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So now, I mean, because all more documents came out and saying that basically the the Pfizer vaccine doesn't work and they shouldn't give it to pregnant people and they, sh uh, pregnant women, I should say. And they, like, there's just a bunch of stuff there. I've been filtered through the documents. There's too many for me, but I filtered through some stuff that people have highlighted from pages. And uh, I think they said booster shot gives like 12%. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm air quoting here because I'm not 100% sure. Mm -hmm. It's either 
the first dose or the booster shot or one of the enemy. Anyways, I, I think it's the booster shot. 12% efficacy on a booster shot. And after like seven days or something, it's like 1%. So actually taking the vaccine does nothing. And then there's all the side effects that it gives you from the previous document dump from Pfizer, right? Anyways, we're not going to get into it. I'm just I'm just letting you know about that. But but going back to what you're saying about the media and uh, the Victor rights history, okay? I, and I've talked to you about this in the last couple of weeks. I've had these big ideas in my head, and I'm questioning everything, absolutely everything. And I've always been like that, but this is more than what I would normally think. Like I'm thinking about. Because I did an episode, a solo episode before two episodes ago about what's your purpose in life and, you know, having those ideas in your head, like why are you here? Like, what's your purpose here? Right. Mm -hmm. So is our purpose here to work, make money, be told what to do, when to do it? We pretty much live in a system of slavery, right? Like people don't, and if you tell that to people, they're going to like, well, you're not a slave. You have freedom. You have this. Yes. But that's comparing your current situation to, let's say, people that were slaves working ago. in a factory or, 12, you know, 500 years ago, 300 years ago, slaves in Egypt. The someone I'm talking about, I think slave, we're slave to the system. The system's been set up. We're, we're, we're designed to function in the system, make money and make those other people elevated. But and the only people that do get elevated to the top, whatever it is, percentage. They don't go to public school. That they don't they don't go to public school they don't work they don't educate in that system and they do what they're told to stay at the top and they you know and we're not going to get into a whole like re- what they really do uh, Hollywood and who runs it and what that stuff we're not going to talk about this stuff but I, I'm thinking I was just going to touch on what you said so basically the system is for you just to work and you know if you're a good worker then you'll be elevated a, bit, a little bit higher. So instead of being in the middle class, you might be above middle class, but that's where you're going to stay. I think it's more than that. I think the system is designed to keep you, not not to keep you in classes, like whatever the case may be. The system is designed to keep us occupied. Occupied with materialistic goods. Yes. Which, and the thing is too, it kind of really gets me discouraged when I find out how so many people, so many people we know, Mike, where they have to buy stuff that they don't really need. Yeah. Or they don't care to maybe make something by themselves, try to make a garden. A lot of them would just rather go to a to a store or vacations. They have to go. Yeah. It's like, you know, they have to go to restaurants. They have to buy the latest car, the latest gadget. Like, do I need to buy hockey cards? No. Can I? Well, when I can, I do. It's like something that keeps me makes me feel good and it's a good distraction from the system and the day to day and I watch hockey, but that's content I consume and people consume content on Instagram, TikTok, social media. They consume our content like we're doing this, but our, ours is not. Also, don't, don't forget when you're collecting cards, there's value to that. If you collect uh, vintage cars, there's value to that. Yeah, but you want to buy silver. There's value to that. It's not like you're buying uh, a TV or a car where it's going to diminish in value. You ju- you just want it because it's new or it's the latest thing. You're yeah. going with trends. Yeah, I don't. If, if you're going with trends, uh, to me, you're like all the other people. Like you're 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 basically a sheep. Yeah, and, and I I think that's a 
it's a good distinction, like trend setting and doing your passion or your hobby. Like if you want to paint, you buy paints to paint and you spend money on that. That's fine. Yeah. But even, even to a certain degree, like collecting cards and stuff, like it's a materialistic thing. Fine. Yeah. Okay. I, I use it to distract myself. Can I be doing my time? Like I try to use my time wisely and maybe that time that I use doing that is a waste of time. Fine. It, let's say it is, it's a waste of money and all that stuff. Okay. But we're, so we're being distracted and, you know, I get distracted by hockey cars and hockey. Other people get distracted by trends, purses, uh, new cars, stuff like that. But we're all trying to be, we're all, they're all trying to suppress us in a certain way to be distracted. So but the question was why, why do they want you to be distracted? Because they don't want you to know what they're doing. So think about it. If you think, if you take sports, football is a perfect example. And I'm talking American football. How many Americans, uh, I, and I, I watch football. I'll, I'll be the first one uh, to say, I, I mean, for years, I was a big Saints fan. And as you, I mean, you, you can see I have your, your Raven shirt that you got me for Christmas. Yeah. Uh, they're my second favorite team. And I like those two teams. But as I got older, I realized the main reason why they're doing this is to distract us from us not paying attention to what the elites are really doing. I mean, just during the, the pandemic, the elitists made what five to six trillion dollars in two years. That's on average the biggest wealth transfer in our history. In our history, yeah, so that's that's what happened. That's exactly it. So, I mean, they've been doing this for years. I mean, I think back in 1990, Warren Buffett, I think, was the first billionaire in America in 1990, and now he's worth what about 100 billion. And since then, the billionaires around the world has just exploded. So I'm sure a lot of these billionaires are not watching football or hockey or soccer, but they're, they're not really watching sports. They're focused on making money. And when you have money, you have power. You have freedom. That's really what it is. If you're poor, good luck trying to do what you want to do. You got to find whatever that's going to be paying you something where you can uh, pay your rent, pay for food. And chances are, whatever job you get, it's not a job that you like. You're just doing it because you got to pay bills. Yeah. It's probably a job that you hate, you can't stand, you know, but you're doing it because you have to pay bills. But the, the whole thing is the more money you have, the more freedom you have. So when you're a super rich person, you can, you can buy the best land, you can make huge deals where you can probably make millions of dollars a day, and you can do whatever you want. You're not working. You're not, uh, I'm sure you don't have to work, uh, wake up every day at four o'clock in the morning or five o'clock in the morning because you have to do it. You make your own schedule most of the time. You know, let's, let's face it. The more money you have, the easier your life is. But at the same time, more money, more problems. And money does not bring you happiness. That is uh, a sure fact. But like my dad used to say, money does not bring you happiness, but it helps. Uh, makes life a little bit easier and less stressful. That's it. But, uh, you know, going through the processes that we're talking about, all those mm -hmm. um, these points, in the end, the system is there to distract us. So if the system is there to distract us so the elites can do what they want, the big question is, or the big idea is, or I would say the point we're trying to say is that their real, real purpose is to distract us so we don't ask questions. 
and also divide us uh, uh, divide and conquer us too yeah I that's... Mean, if you really think about it i mean it, i find it very strange especially in the states i would even say canada here too how now the wedge between the right and the left is probably the, the furthest it's ever been it, it really has they don't even yeah. think critically anymore the, the thing is too if if you talk to anybody in the states the wedge now is probably the worst i've seen it in my life i mean as a kid i remember if someone was a republican or a democrat they could find common ground they could be your neighbor like they could get along they could even be friends but now it's at a point where it, it's the, the wedges between the sexes um i would even say i would even start saying even income now is is the is going to be the new trend coming yeah between right and left yeah between oh between men and women yeah. the wedge is there it's not as bad as being a republican or a democrat but it's still there and I, i've noticed it's basically they're, they're trying to find a lot of areas that they can divide and conquer us where we're not paying attention to them that's that's the whole thing is don't pay attention to what the super rich are doing. So preoccupy yourself with sports. Great. They love that. They're, they're, they're going to bombard you with commercials. Uh, they're going to try to glorify every type of sport imaginable when it doesn't do anything for your life. It doesn't help your life. It's not going to help you meet a girl. If you're a guy, it's not going to help you become wealthy. It's not. And women there it's a different spectrum there it's well who's fashionable what's uh what's trending on tv they're, they're going to distract them too don't get me wrong they're going to do the same thing with women just differently but it, all these these things that they're distracting you with it's not going to help your life and that's one thing i've learned but if then the, now that we we said okay they're distracting us because they don't want us to ask questions and they want to do what they want to do at the top and they want to keep us at the bottom. And, they, and obviously it's a system of control and they want more control and they want us to be slaves and um, slaves to the system. And, and it's radicalizing what the system is going to be and who's going to be in charge of it and who makes the decisions, who's going to tell you what's right from wrong and all this stuff. OK, so you're you're being a system of control like the Matrix. You're taught. X and A from a young age, you're taught that there's a solar system and there's a universe. You're taught that the planets are around and you take that for face value. Why? Because somebody told you somewhere that that was the truth. So you took it and said, okay, this is the truth. And you ran with it. So our whole reality and, and everything's made up of this. Everything's made up of this. As a baby, you come out as a blank slate and you watch and you observe and you get programmed like a computer by watching it, observing what people do and then learning and then being told, Hey, you know what? Answer, uh, you know, uh, answer really small, but they're not intelligent. Well, maybe they are, they are intelligent. We just, to us, they're not intelligent. And then, Oh, uh, the sky's blue because of this reason. And how do you know that? Well, somebody told me that was the reason. If you ask anybody why the sky is blue, most people will tell you the sky is blue. Well, I don't know why the sky is blue. Or they'll tell you that's that's what they tell us. Or somebody will tell you it's the way the light reflects off, uh, I think, the particles in one of the uh, layers of the atmosphere. And then it reflects off our water and goes up. And I don't think that's true at all. Right? Like there's, 
And, and there's so much stuff out there of like people asking astronomers questions about the universe and how like just our rotation of the moon. Like we always get one side of the moon perfectly. It never rotates. The moon never rotates. We just see the face like this. There's people who are questioning, you know, flights when you're on a flight and you have to make an emergency landing. There's some situations where like, oh, we're making an emergency landing in Alaska, but where they are located, they to make an emergency landing in Alaska doesn't make sense because then your flight path would be completely different. So if you take it, if you, and, and now I'm getting into flat earthers, it's funny because I made a joke about that like uh, a couple of weeks ago about, about, about taking out false information here and telling you the earth is flat. And, and that's based on the system. But now we're talking, now we're questioning stuff like that. We're like, what if, what if they're right? What if the earth is actually flat? Because there is a treaty that says you can't go to Antarctica. All the countries signed it, right? You can't go to Antarctica. It's the Antarctic tre Treaty. So, and there's apparently a military force there. You can't go to the Antarctic and climb this 150 foot wall of ice and go walk. They won't let you. But also, too, it comes out with the question of, you know, they they had some um, some theories too. UFOs that landed there. Maybe there's a, a lab there. There's 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 different things that we don't really know. Most of us. Yeah. It could be. For me, I'm not. I I I mean. Personally, I still think the, the earth is round. I, I would say I'm 100% confident, but I'm pretty close that it's round. That I do believe. But a lot of the other stuff, whether it's Loch Ness, uh, historical giants, ghosts. The giants thing is interesting because there are there is evidence of giants existing. They found footprints, handprints, uh, skeletal remains. And perhaps those are the people that actually built the pyramids. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of stuff that. Or Stonehenge. That's kind of. Yeah. It's not. It's missing from a history, right? It's like the Bible. Okay. The Bible's tells you about Jesus and all this stuff. Okay. But how many other texts from that era didn't come through or were, were, were censored from history? Or censored. Well, how thing. much stuff is censored from our history that we're, to, we're, we're told this is history. Don't question it because our experts told you this is the way it is. You got you to gotta like really think about it now. Because also too, uh, people could, could uh, correct me on this, but they revived the Bible. They revised the Bible about 500 years ago. Yeah. If we read the, the, well, not our Bible today or the old Bible, I guess you, you can say it's our Old Testament, not the Old Testament of, uh, of Jewish people, but the old Bible, I'm wondering what they were explaining about how they saw their Christian world or, or their world, basically, how, how they would see things. So that's interesting. You know, or certain paragraphs they probably uh, took out of even the old uh, Bible. We're not really sure. Because there's, there's a lot of things in history. They, they, they're questioning it. They're not sure. They have rough ideas, but that's it. They're just rough ideas. There's just so many questions now about stuff. That how much was eliminated from our timeline that we don't know that would ever answer a lot of questions. And I think... And I think the purpose of that is so we don't question our existence or what our purpose is. Because if we knew what really transpired the last 2,000 years, last 100 years, 200 years, whatever the case may be, people will look at their lives differently and act differently. 
They wouldn't consume content like they're doing now. They wouldn't want to be felt uh, wealthy and famous necessarily. They wouldn't want materialistic goods. They would be like, I think I want to be a better person that, you know, plants uh, fruits and vegetables and lives a good life and has a family and does this and you know, it does good for others and helps other people. I think people's minds would change. Their their well-being would be different. But also, too, if you look at it, uh, people that live in the city and people that live in the country, it's it, it, to me, I do see I still see a difference. But the yeah. old generation, you see a much bigger difference. Yeah. People in the country were nicer. Uh, they were more talkative. They, I'm sure you've heard the stories that a lot of people or a lot of families on farms, they never locked their doors. Crimes were practically nothing. They were a lot friendlier. I mean, yes, they lived, basically they're all this, the same group of people, but the life was a lot simpler. Yes, it was not a glamorous life, but generally people I found were a lot happier than people that live in the city. You know, city people, let's face it, you can't trust most of them. You can't. But people like it because it's it's happening. Um, again, the media glorifies city life a lot better. But is it really what you want in life? I mean, are you really happy with what you're doing? Are, are, you, are you happy as a person? That's all I ask to a lot of people. I think that's it's a big question in a Pandora's box to unravel. But I, I think these questions... Are going to be answered at some point soon or in the near future some way collectively or a lot of us individually that's my take uh, that's my take i'm just saying and i was just thinking about this yesterday uh i don't have to tell anybody everything around the world is going up everything whether it's cars your electricity bill food you name it everything's going up and at some point, there's going to be a breaking point. When everything does reset, basically, it's going to collapse first. The reset is, uh, I'm, I'm a little bit worried about what the reset is. What, what system they're going to be put in place? Because like I said before, every time they've had hyperinflation, communi communism, or I would even, in this case, it could be fascism, but some sort of communism was always around the corner. So when this thing's going to implode, and I think it's coming in the next couple of years, things will be different. And all these elitists, what they have in mind, really worries me. It really does. Because I, I see the kind of path that they have for us, the 99%. And it really worries me. Others, it just terrifies them. Well, a lot of, pe a lot of people are just going to uh, not ask questions and ride the waves until it gets bad and and it could you know, be too late by this time you're not asking what your purpose is in life and you're not asking what's going on on the streets you're not asking why the prices are rising you're just complaining about it and going to watch netflix and it's like that conversation yes. i had with a couple of people uh, a few, couple of weeks ago about it and i kind of made me upset but you know still upset about it but uh but what are we uh, gonna do yeah but i i just wanted to uh just one thing i just wanted to finish that when we're going to be at that point where things are going to get bad. That's when you're going to see a lot of people, a lot of humans, the real side is going to come out. Innovate, uh, in, innovation is going to come out. You're going to find, I, I don't know the, I don't know how many, but you're going to see a lot of people. They're real. Um, they're going to do stuff that you would not expect. 
real personalities, real attitudes, real, real characters are going to start to come out. And even the new generation are going to start to form. Mark my word on that. Well, let's just have faith that uh, we're going to be sh we're going to be throwing a Hail Mary from somebody or something. And it's going to open the eyes of a lot of people and um, justice. Justice. Anyways, let's uh, let's end the podcast, Mr. D. All right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to our sometimes funny, sometimes serious podcast. For sometimes we're funny and sometimes we're serious. <laughs> our interesting podcast. Yes, yes. That's how we can sum it up. I, I always say uh, two uninteresting thinkers, you know, but, you know, sit, sit around at a table with us and have a drink or a bite to eat and uh, we'll have some good discussions. That's what I tell people though. But I like to make fun of her. I like to make fun of us. Exactly. We are, we are Mike and Mike, the two Mike. philosophers. Ha ha! <laughs> Take me to the gun show. Where's the gym? Where's the gym? Ah, the gym is that way. Ah, look at that. Look at this. Look at the arms. Ah, the arms are bigger. I'm going to put baby oil. Uh, look, at look, at that. look at that. Look at the gun show right here. Nobody can oh. see us doing muscles flexing. but uh, 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 We're flexing. Uh, look at my boobs. The dancing. My pecs are dancing. <laughs> uh, yeah, look at that. Oh, boy. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Mr. Mike podcast, Wrong Answers Only, with Mr. D, Mr. Mike, telling you to... See you next time. Live. See you next time. Follow us on social medias. Check us out on Google. Check us out on YouTube. And we'll see you next time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.